if God has called you to be in the arts and and doing these these things, it doesn't mean that you have to conform to the world and it doesn't mean that you have to oh, start doing inappropriate things in films just to get the job or just to get the gig or whatever, that you can be using your art form for God's glory in, in so many different ways. Um, and you can still be involved in these secular productions on set, but that is where you can shine your light and be a testimony. And if, for instance, you're asked to do something that you're not comfortable with, you can say no. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. Today on Art Vance, we have a producer who works in kids' television. Priscilla Bernard is a kid at heart, a bubbly and outgoing performer. After university, God called Priscilla to use her creativity and love for people on a Christian missionary ship called Logos Hope. She was on this ship as an events coordinator, MC and performer, high school drama teacher, and more recently, Priscilla has joined a hospital-based kids' TV show as a producer and host to blend her love of performing, creativity, and TV. In her spare time, she loves being involved in musical theatre, choir, eating spicy food, and travelling the world. So you're going to enjoy this episode today. Hope you get a lot out of it. Priscilla's great to talk to, and she's going to share some great wisdom and some joy from this space in kids' television. Enjoy. Welcome to a brand new episode of Art Vance, and I'm excited about this episode. We get to speak to someone who is working in the producing side of things within children's TV, which I think is a really timely uh, you know, issue for our culture today. We need more people who are producing for television for children, but not just any children. Priscilla Bernard produces TV spots for children who are in hospital giving them a space to gain confidence, to be inspired, to stay resilient, to make them laugh, to give them something to engage with that just strengthen them, strengthens them on the journey. So Priscilla Bernard, you're on Art Vance today and it's so good to have you on the show. Thanks for coming along. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. It's, um, you know, like I said, with children's TV, it's a whole different space to anywhere else you get to you get to do things that kids will laugh at adults mightn't get it but it's a creative space that keeps on giving is that would you say that's correct yes 100 percent. honestly i love working with the kids i i do say that i'm a kid at heart so really the kids just kind of bring out the fun in me and keep me young and um it's an amazing space to be working in so i'm definitely very blessed to be in this department yeah love it Hey, how about you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. All righty. Well, my name is Priscilla. I'm almost 30 years old. So I just wanted to throw that in that I'm not 30 yet. Not that that's bad, but, you know, I'm just on the, I'm on the edge. Um, I do work as a TV producer for a kids TV show that's based at the Queensland Children's Hospital. And um, I love making content and filming with kids. I personally also just love the arts in general. I love musical theatre. It's probably my favourite kind of form. I love music. Um, I love random things like spicy food. I like salsa dancing. And one of my hobbies that I need to do more but I absolutely love is definitely travelling. I love travelling the world. I want to go as far as I can um, with my hubby. And yeah, I absolutely love new cultures, new people, new places. So 
yeah, that's definitely a passion of mine as well. That's so good. Uh, it's the uncontainable kind of lifestyle. You, you, you're born to spread your wings and not feel tied down or restricted to any place. Would you say that Europe is really big on your heart? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, look, I like Europe, but I'd actually say that I'm more drawn to like South America and that sort of culture. Um, I've always been obsessed with it. I'm not even sure why, but I've met quite a lot of South Americans and I just think, yeah, their energy, um, their food, their family vibe, I'm just really drawn to that. So, yeah, I'd say that I'm kind of into that culture. That's great. Hey, so you work on a TV show for kids. You're a producer at that show. Can you tell us what you're working on right now? Yes. Okay, so... Right now. So we're wrapping up the year. So of course we are kind of focusing on some fun Christmas content. The amazing thing about this job is not only do we kind of roam around the hospital finding kids to film with and um, they get to be hosts of their own show, but we also have the opportunity to take kids out um, on experiences if they are allowed to leave the hospital. And we do get to film it as well, which is amazing. So recently, I guess in the theme of Christmas, um, we took some kids to um, ice skating, pretending that we have a winter wonderland here, but it was so lovely. And um, these are kids with, yeah, really hard conditions and a lot of them practically live at the hospital. So taking them out and just seeing them, yeah, skate and be free, um, something that's taking the stress away from their family is just really amazing. So yeah, currently working on some Christmas content with the kids, but um, personally in my own life, I um singing in my choir keeping keeping that kind of interest of mine alive I sing with the Brisbane City Gospel Choir and that's a lot of fun so they sing at different events and um yeah I've been singing with them but other than that I haven't been doing any other projects I've been keeping it quiet I've been quite busy this year I was involved in um a musical earlier this year Freaky Friday the musical and then I recently did a musical showcase so I sort of thought towards the end of the year I would, yeah, just take it easy, focus on work, um, just do one or two little things. But um, right now I'm just sort of enjoying a little bit of downtime so that I can get ready for next year when I can, um, yeah, spread my wings again and kind of get into some more musicals and some shows, some projects, different things like that. Yeah. Love it. So Freaky Friday, which, which uh, role did you get to play in that? Yes, Freaky Friday. I actually played two roles, two roles that maybe you don't remember from the movie, but one of them was the journalist and she was essentially the one who was kind of like covering the wedding and um, she was just sort of there figuring everything out. But I also played a character that was totally opposite, which she was the gym teacher and that was a lot of fun because she was um, very like hard hitting and like kind of like navy she had that sort of background, like she came Militant. from army even. And um, yeah, that was really, really fun because I kind of got to embody that not just on the stage, but just around the cast members just generally. I I really enjoyed that character. Oh, that's so good. It's great when you get to play two diverse characters and, and uh, I mean, it would be challenging as well, but um, yeah, with that kind of musical Freaky Friday, it would be, it would have been tons of fun. Yes, no, it was good experience, good memories all around. Hey, um, can you let us in a little bit on your origin story with Jesus? Like, how did you come to know him? How did that affect your art? 
Um, yeah, could you just take us on a bit of a story, a bit of a journey there? Mm. Well, I'm very blessed and thankful to have grown up in a Christian household and both of my parents um, loved the Lord and so that was an amazing example for me. And um, I, yeah, I, I guess I grew up like with that faith just sort of all around, grew up in the church and really only um, kind of decided that this was my own relationship with Jesus when I was on a high school camp and it was an amazing camp that really focused in on missions and um, that's also where sort of my heart for not just traveling but um, cross-cultural missions sort of came came to life and I recommitted my life to Jesus at um, one of these camps and yeah it was definitely a pinnacle moment in my life and I guess you know with with these camps and they encouraged missions so much, I then kind of got into short-term missions myself when I was younger and my parents were also very, very supportive of that. Um, I guess the whole art form and my story with Jesus and how all of that kind of intertwines came from, came from those mission trips, to be honest. My parents were always very musical. Like my mum and dad both play like the keyboard or the organ. They were always very musical. My brother's quite musical. So I kind of just grew up in that space and I grew up playing the piano. Um, and I grew up kind of, yeah, around that openness towards um, the arts in ministry as well. When I went overseas, I guess it opened my eyes up a little bit more because we would be in cultures where they weren't speaking English. And so I was kind of like, okay, so what do we do here? And that's when our leaders would sort of teach us a bit of a mime or something like that. Or we would bring out our musical instruments and we would um, sing a song. And even though we weren't actually speaking the language or anything, we would share Jesus and we would be examples and light um, to these people through our different art forms. So through, through miming and through music and things like that. So yeah, I guess, I guess I, I hope that answers the question essentially just, yeah, my, my parents were amazing examples, not just of Jesus, but of um, the arts. And they introduced me, yeah, to this amazing camp where that led me on to sort of my first mission trip and I was able to use, um, yeah, art forms like mime to share about Jesus. Mm, love it. And, you know, that coincides with the gospel so much, Priscilla, because Jesus, most of his sermons weren't sermons. They were parables, they were stories, they were dramatic pieces that he would take mm. people on a journey with. And that's how he accessed so many people's hearts all at once. And I love that that was an example of what sparked art in you. It was this mission of conveying the heart of God to people that you couldn't speak their language. Um, mm. And so what's the tool we're going to use? We're going to use creativity. We're going to use arts. We're going to use, um, you know, I, I just, I think that's just a never ending value system of God's kingdom is that, yeah. It's a divine equalizer. It's not it's not hindered or has barriers to language or culture or ethnicity. It's it's that equalizer, you know? Yeah. I yeah. love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So missions is at the foundation of your passion for arts. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, definitely. And and since then I've been um passionate and involved in missions and even more and more I've learned about using the arts. Um, in missions and for the gospel and it has been yeah it has been definitely very eye-opening and amazing and even something that I didn't um, 
yeah, I didn't think that you could sort of use that, if that makes sense. It was a little bit alternate and, yeah, even something as crazy as um, clowning. I know that's maybe not your typical sort of art form, but it is. But even just people dressing up as clowns and, and again, doing skits, something that you wouldn't really think about when you thought of, you know, sharing the gospel. So, yeah, I love that the arts, yeah, like you said, breaks down those barriers and yeah there's there's no walls you know we can still connect with these people on such a beautiful way and they can connect back with us as well so yeah I love that that's so cool yeah and and even you know like you said clowning there's actually that's the thing I love about the arts is it's kind of the unboxable industry it doesn't Mm. can't fit everything neatly into one category because God's creative you know he's he was first revealed as creator um, for the reason that we wouldn't be able to f- stick him in a box, you know, there's just, it's so wide and so deep and so broad and yeah. so diverse and, um, yeah. cause it's got to represent every people group. It's got to represent every tribe, every nation. And, oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And that kind of continues today for you because your, your mission in life is, is actually empowering children, uh, that are feeling disempowered. Yeah. Um, could yeah. you could you maybe springboard into that and in, in you know how does the heart of God, um, you know, energize you in your daily work? You're using both mm. art and mission in that space. Mm. You know, how does God minister to you in that space? Yeah, I think um, one of the fruits of the spirit that I love and that I love to sort of embody and really bring out in my life is is joy and. I think even with my job right now, that that is my mission to sort of bring joy to these kids in hospital, um, even though I'm not outrightly telling them about Jesus, or I'm not speaking about the gospel, I'm not preaching, you know, in my day to day with them, I am exuding this, this joy that comes from the Lord and this um, excitement and this passion for life. And I, yeah, it is, it, it is my mission to bring bring this energy as well to the kids to give them that um, sort of like, yeah, that there is, there is this unspeakable joy in us. We just need to know where it's coming from and how to bring it out. And I really love that I'm able to encourage these kids and bring them out of their shells. And um, yeah, like you said, empower them when they're feeling their most vulnerable and um, not in their best state in hospital. Um, And God, God can use that again, even without verbally saying, you know, this is Jesus or um, anything like that. I I really try and show through my life, you know, that I'm an example of God through the through the joy and through, um, yeah, the encouragement that I can give to the kids um, when I'm filming with them in the hospital. So, yeah, God is the one who gives me power and strength, and um, yeah, I couldn't do without Him. You mentioned, um, you know, joy unspeakable, you know, this having this, this exuding this joy, um, which I think, you know, especially in film and television industry, there's so much stress and so much depression and so much, um, you know, people reaching for the top Mm. in success and and then reaching the top maybe and realizing how unfulfilling it is and realizing how much of a gap is in their heart. and I just wanted to read 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 8, because you, you just kind of referred to it because it's kind of this, you know, Peter's talking about this fuel, this, this, um, this fuel for life 
that's it's an inexpressible joy he says this though you have not seen him you love him (laughs) i love that and even Mm. though you do not see him now you believe in him and you're filled with an inexpressible joy that's full of glory um And I I just love that you have made it a priority to embody that. And that's a like a discipline, but it's a discipline that leads to delight. It's not a discipline that ends in and of itself of like I'm just gonna be a happy person. It's yeah. no, I'm gonna I'm gonna commune with God and I'm gonna let people taste of that and see that He is good. Um yeah. so that that's so encouraging. Priscilla. Hey there, I hope you're enjoying the episode. We're going to get back to it just in a moment. I just want to tell you about our Patreon. Patreon is an opportunity for you to have access to more opportunities and content only for Patreon members. You're not only helping the podcast stay sustainable and go to another level of quality, but you're also going to have access to more content and opportunities. So head over to that using the link in the description below. Let's get back to the interview. I think the most, the craziest thing is that um, after talking with these kids and these families and after kind of sharing, you know, my time with them, it's my work time, but I'm always amazed as well when, um, at how they give back and how they are excited as well. And, and, and it's, I guess from that comes this natural relationship and this connection. And I also see this as ministry because afterwards we've we've built this relationship. Maybe I'll go see them again and again. And, you know, we talk about what do you do on the weekend? I go to church and all of this. And, yeah, it can just be a really amazing gateway as well to um, hear from these kids and these families and their hearts and how they want how they want that little bit of that joy and 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 what Jesus is doing through me. So, yeah, I, I'm just... I'm really thankful for that and really encouraged um, each day. It's so good. It's your natural supernatural. You're naturally <laughs> just walking through this life with these kids in a supernatural yeah. way. Yeah. Love it. Hey, with um, regards to some of the things that you do, like you said, you, you're passionate about musicals, you're passionate about uh, TV presenting or emceeing. Um, like you said, you you worked on a missionary ship. Uh, yeah. That was called Logos Hope. Yeah, um, some of those roles you really enjoy is you mm. know producing and acting, singing, um, presenting. What is something you could say to encourage some artists who are busting with ideas in yeah. terms of feeling called to the arts? Mm, yes, great question. I would say, and I guess this is just from personal my life. Um, I definitely wanted to pursue, I I studied the creative industries at university, but I definitely wanted to pursue the arts more. I actually wanted to become a musical therapist because I played the piano quite a lot when I was younger. However, once I got to that university stage of playing piano, I just, I just fell into the comparison trap. Unfortunately, I did. I compared, I was like, there's a million other pianists out there. Like, I'm not good enough. Just your classic, your classic sort of, um, yeah, comparison. Unfortunately, and and I gave the, but I gave that up, and I actually completely dropped all sort of forms of art after university because I was like, well, 
I'm not really good at it. There's so many other people out there that are way better. Um, And it's only now that I'm, like I mentioned my age in the beginning, almost 30. In the last few years, I've only really gotten back into um, kind of being involved myself, not just not just teaching or producing or whatever, but being involved myself. So I guess I would say to, to those who are younger, this is not really like the whole bursting with ideas, but just generally it's, um yes, there's like a million people who are in this space and in this field, but, you know, God has given you this passion and this desire for a reason and you do have gifts and you do have talents. And I, I would really encourage everyone to just, I know this is so cliche, but really just go for it because the more you put yourself out there and the more you um, say yes to the next project or whatever, the more you're exposing yourself to these opportunities, then you're in turn more comfortable, then you're gaining confidence Mm. and then you're like, yep, I can do this. And then when the next project comes up, you put your hand up, it's scary at first then you're actually really good at it. And then you're going to just be building this confidence upon confidence and yeah, just not Mm. letting anyone or the world stop you. So um, yeah, I would say that. And I'd also say there's probably so many other people in your situation. So I would say like getting to meet other people in the field or even collaborating with them, but there's so many other people who are probably in your situation where maybe they're doubting or maybe they're not sure where to start. And I would really just say that, yeah, if you're bursting with those ideas, um, get in touch with other people because I'm sure without a doubt, there'll be someone that is on your same same wavelength and will want to, um, yeah, start this journey with you. So that's what I would say. So much wisdom in that, Priscilla. I'd even highlight, you know, what you've just mentioned in going for it. And you you mentioned it might sound cliche and it sometimes does because that, you know, we hear those in every commercial go for it. And, you know, mm. um, people will just off the cuff say, oh, yeah, you know, you've got permission. But I think when we realize divine permission that we've received from God, that he's the God of the green light um, and he puts, like you said, talent there for a reason puts passion and interest there for a reason he puts skill there for a reason um it's just a whole nother level of not just permission but he's given you authority to go after stewarding talent you know Mm -hmm. um and multiplying talent and then you mentioned get together with other people which in this creative space it's sometimes so vulnerable to share your work with people and you know, oh, hey, I want to share this script idea with you just to get your, you know, perspective. Those are sometimes some of the most courageous choices for people starting out, but they pay off. Those choices pay off, especially when you approach the right people. Yeah, Just to say, can I just get your eyes to bounce off this and you just give me some feedback or give me a critique or something like that. Um, Look at this self-tape I did, these characters I'm creating, you know, those sorts of things, they're supposed to be fun and There is vulnerability, but yeah, I love what you mentioned there. Some great Mm -hmm. insights. Um, What are some techniques, whether it's acting or producing, that you've Mm -hmm. learned and kind of you've held on as like valuable kind of um, routines or habits that you kind Mm -hmm. of sometimes don't, you know, sometimes subconsciously they're there, but, you know, if you can recall some of those techniques and you could share them them with us, what do you think they would be? Yes. Um, I think one that springs to mind, but again, this is quite known, but this is what I like. And I guess I just have fun with it anyways. I guess it's just 
if you're playing a character, like I, I was playing the two characters earlier this year in, in the musical, and it's it's totally just embodying that character well before you're on the stage. Again, I know that that's quite known, but really you're, you're understanding um, how they speak, their accent, how they carry themselves, um, how they interact with other people. I would often start off with that character in the dressing room and it is annoying, especially if your character is annoying, but it just helps so much because you're already in it. It's just second nature to you. You're confident in it. So then when you're on the stage, it's just like, it's just normal. So mm. yeah, I would, I would definitely say that preparing your character um, and understanding who they are and what they like to do before you actually step onto that stage. I remember even like simple things. Um, if you're, if you're running, for instance, on stage, backstage on the, in the wings, go, go for a run first so that when you do run onto the stage, you are genuinely puffed. Um, and you're not, you know, acting and, you know, just putting on this fake puff, but you're like really genuinely puffed and it's coming out. So yeah, mm. I'd, I'd say just little, something little like that. Um, yeah. Really getting into the character before, the stage that that doesn't sound anything like groundbreaking but I'd say that even to this very day that's something that I keep at the forefront of my mind um but like I said I also just have fun with it and even after the performance <laughs> is done I'm like still 100% in character and mm. Yeah, I just, I personally find that really fun. <laughs> Guys, I really hope you're enjoying season two of Art Vance. I've had so much enjoyment creating it. Can I ask you a favor to go over to Apple Podcasts and write a five-star review for us? It will help us reach more people. As well, could you make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Elliot Bonza, as well as subscribe to the podcast on Apple. I really appreciate it. It's so good. It's those simple little details that we sometimes lose sight of. Um, I was recently listening to an interview with uh, the guy who wrote the movie Sully. He wrote the true story of Sully where the, the aeroplane uh, landed on the on the river. Tom Hanks played Sully and, and he said, when I was on set with Tom Hanks, there was a... There was a moment when, the, you know, I'm talking to him, we're having a joke and I'm talking to Tom Hanks and then the director called action and it's as though... It's as though Tom Hanks totally disappeared and Sully appeared, mm. um, you know, down to the the movement of his body, the walk, the the fatigue that he demonstrated in his face. And he's like, I, Tom Hanks wasn't there. But when they called cut, Tom Hanks is walking back to reset for another take. And he was just like, this is how powerful um, it is when you understand your character, that you yeah. fully immerse yourself and and have so much fun with it that people actually can't believe it's you anymore. It's, and I think yeah. that's what, the joy of acting, right, you know, is is that you get to experience someone else's life and and um, give that enjoyment away to the audience. Yeah, totally, totally. Um, it's awesome. So, hey, as an artist, you've talked about your mission to the arts through what you're doing as a producer at Juiced um, and, and the fulfillment that gives you. It's kind of returning to your roots as well and your faith life. Would you say there's a piece of advice you would have given yourself when you were younger, say if you're a teenager, like what was Priscilla like at 16 years old and, and what advice would you, if you could sit down with 16-year-old Priscilla, what advice would you give her? <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say, I mean, I've already touched on this, so I won't repeat myself, but 
I, I definitely would say the confidence and comparison is massive, especially when you're younger. But I would say, um, without repeating that point, I, I really would say that um, I would I would be more open to God using the arts for his ministry and his glory. I think when I thought of drama, for instance, or acting, I always saw that in a secular view because I was like, oh, well, everyone swears or everyone's, you know, mm. doing something inappropriate on the screen or whatever. You know, how can how can a Christian um act or how can a Christian be doing drama or things like that? And I think it's just opening your mind and learning that um, yeah called you to be um in the arts and and doing these these things it doesn't mean that you have to conform to the world and it doesn't mean that you have to uh, start doing inappropriate things in films just to get the job or just to get the gig or whatever but um that you can be using your art form for God's glory in in so many different ways um and you can still be involved in these secular productions on set, but that is where you can shine your light and be a testimony. And if, for instance, you're asked to do something that you're not comfortable with, you can you can say no. I I I remember recently I I've been trying to get into commercials and I got asked to do a commercial for something that I wasn't comfortable with. And unfortunately, these commercials um don't come often. So I was kind of like, oh man, like I was devastated to have said no but then my conviction was so strong that I was like you know what I can't have my face um presenting this thing you know so I had to say no um but that's where I feel like God was able to use my life and as an example because I was able to just describe to them like you know what I'm not comfortable with this it doesn't really align with my values and things like that so yeah I would say Mm. for yeah my younger self I would say don't be afraid to step into the arts just because um, of the world that we live in. Um, a, God will provide different opportunities for you, but B, he has created art and um, he has created these different forms for us to use. And and you know what? Ultimately, it's all for his glory. So if we're doing everything for God's glory and living our lives out um, for him, um, he will, he, he's with us. He's going to honor us and he will be using our passions for, um, whatever form of art we've kind of been called to use in our life. So yeah, I hope that sort of makes sense. Um, Absolutely. But that's what I would yep. sort of tell my younger self. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so good. I think you hit so many major points there. I think that a normal everyday challenges for everyone. First of all, does God approve of the arts? You know, is is somehow it being stolen by by the devil, and and thus it is unclean. So come out and be separate from them. Which is sometimes the perspective people go. You know, come out and be separate. But we hate Jesus modelled separation from. But he was fully in the culture. Like mm. he was fully there. He was dining with the sinners of sinners, and he loved them so well. But that didn't mean he was part of their culture. That just meant he was in there being salt and light. And I just love that you mentioned that. Um, and then knowing your convictions, knowing what's the person, yeah. your personal relationship with the Holy Spirit. Where do I feel he puts a red light? Where do I feel that he puts peace on the yes and he puts an, a sense of unrest when when it's no? And, um, and so it, it all comes back to intimacy, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. And and yeah, like I said, so long as we're doing everything in the right attitude and 
and it's it's all for God ultimately anyways um yeah God can God can use anything in anyone so we just need to be open to that yeah so good well hey Priscilla I'd love you to pray for artists right now if you could just like uh, put that prophetic hat on and just speak right into artists and pray over them and that yeah. there would be boldness because we need uh, believers, sons and daughters to be more bold than ever in taking their place. Because um, my, my conviction is, is if God is calling you to the arts, um, it's more detrimental if you do not take your place than if it is when you do and you make a few mistakes along the way because if you don't take your place god's calling you to someone else will and it probably won't be god's appointment mm. <laughs> it won't be good and i i just really it's on my heart that people really get that confidence from the lord to take their place and 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 enjoy that space and really yeah. receive his anointing so yeah if you could just yeah. pray for us that would be awesome yeah absolutely let's pray Father God, thank you so much for being with us here, God, and um, hearing our prayers. And um, I know that you love to speak with us, Father God. So thank you so much for um, yeah, just being here and being open, God. Lord, thank you so much that you've given us um, so many different forms of art, Lord, and um, creativity and desires and passions, Lord, um, to be using these areas, Lord, for you, Father. And you have gifted us and you have given us these um talents and these these skills god and it's all for your glory ultimately god and i just want to pray god for um any artist out there lord and any anyone especially those who are just kind of new or um kind of upcoming or or feeling like yeah they they're young in their art form and they're not entirely sure what to do father god i pray that you would touch them lord and you would help them god to fill your spirit and to know that you're with them and um guide them lord and help them to take mm. that place that you have called them to lord um to mm. be able to express themselves through um these arts lord and you know as we see it's all through the bible lord um how you use even even music and and parables and and things like that god you you know that's been such an example to us already lord so i pray for those artists who are wanting to reach out and um do something new and um kind of take that step of faith god i pray that they would look to your word and see that this has been done before them god and that um mm. you will guide them father god and in this generation in this um world as well father god that we're living in god it's it's a hard world father god so i do pray for um each of us god to be strong to our convictions and lord not be not be swaying and not be doing something that you wouldn't agree with or wouldn't align with you lord god help us always to do everything um for you and and in our creativity god i pray that it would always be in line with your will and your word lord god so yeah just be with everyone father god and um thank you so much for giving us these gifts and these passions and these desires, God. And I just pray ultimately that they would all be used for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You guys, you've been listening to Priscilla Bernard talking about the whole world of producing kids TV and creativity and arts and the life of worship. So Priscilla, thanks so much for being on Artvance. It's been so good to have you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It's been great. And guys, you can reach out to Priscilla. You can see there's a link underneath this podcast showing you where to go to see some of the kids TV program called Juice TV uh, and 
to keep up to date with what's happening in that space, make sure you head over there and subscribe and give them all your support. They deserve it. And God's doing some great things in this space. So thanks again, guys. We'll see you next time on Artvance. This episode of Artvance has been sponsored by Audio Sugar. Thanks again for providing amazing stock music to help grow the sound of this podcast. See you next time.